And the Golden Globe goes to... The Gold Derby Horses. Good evening, it's the Golden Globe expert here with Tristan Trist. Tristan <laughs> I have no idea where that came from. I had to think of something for Brother Bro. Um, They're not that cool. They're boring. What? We do not need to base ourselves around them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is already off to an interest. No, I mean like, to... I mean like we don't. I mean, that's not what I mean. They're cool. They're cool. That was just like me trying to, tr- trying to, be bold and forward thinking. They, they, is... they. Uh, let me elaborate before you intro. They are cool. They, they do a good job. But I don't think they're like they. They have not revolutionized the the, the film awards sector in any way like it's still the same as it was before they existed you know <laughs> we're already off to an interesting start no but Why? the oscar experts don't know anything they like no i mean like not in the traditional sense that they don't know anything they don't know any movie titles it's like every time that like a favorite movie of the year of mine comes up and they're like what the hell is that <laughs> and it's just like it's become so exhausting Oh, Jesus. Welcome to the show where we uh, we uh, talk about how we're superior to the Oscar ex- experts. We're off to an interesting start here. So, you guys who listen to the podcast already know me, George Aaron, toy box person. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Tristan French. Can I just be co-host now? I'm. Uh, you always write with guest Brett Scott on all of these. I've been on every episode. It's like it's like on cinema. You guys know how Tim Heidecker always says I'm with my guest Greg Turkington. That's what this has become. Yeah. So Tristan, you're here. What's up, fellas? Uh, Brett's here again. Hey. And we have a very special guest. So, yeah, Dan special. Asbel. I'm the only one who can speak the truth. I'm not going to talk for like another two hours just to because I've, I've used all my speaking time. No, you have not. So, <laughs> this episode is a little bit different. And the reason for that is because the Golden Globes predictions are coming out on February the 4th. Which means we got to get predicting. And there's some categories here that we haven't talked about. There's a couple categories here that aren't even on Gold Derby yet. So we're going to kind of roll off here um, with these predictions for the Globes. Are we doing um, every category? Start... I'd like reiterate that. Yeah, we're going to do every category. Let's start with best um, animated feature real quick. Um, so we know that Soul's winning. Do we? Um, I, 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 I think... I think uh they there always seems to be like in those smaller categories at least in the situation where where soul is also going to be nominated for best picture are people going to vote for wolf walkers just because they know they can vote for soul in like every other category is it possible okay, okay. i agree with Daniel. dan on this one i agree with dan i think but i mean like i don't think i don't think wolf walkers will win but i also just don't think it's fair to say soul is locked because just because of the fact that soul is also going to be nominated in other technical categories it's fair to say that wolf walkers does have even the slightest of a chance here but okay 
here's the problem. <laughs> you, uh, we should switch hosts. With, 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 <laughs> you are not people speaking are... the people's consensus here, George. You need to reconsider. <laughs> but people, like, last year in the foreign film category, people were like, oh, if Parasite's going to win Best Picture, they'll give uh, Best uh, Foreign Language Film to Pain and Glory. Just because that didn't happen doesn't mean it's not true. But, like, it doesn't work like that. It's ha- no, but it's happened like that every other year except for Parasite. Like, every other year where there was a similar situation, where there was crossover between, like, documentary and picture, or, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, like, no. Roma. No, Rome. Well, yeah, but Roma still won foreign film. Yeah, but it got a nomination for Best Picture, but it didn't win... I, I don't know what I'm saying anymore, but also, like, it, uh, do not speak for us. Soul is not guaranteed the win. Soul has, like, a 90% win. I still think there's, like, a 10% where Wolfwalkers could step in. I would say 95% win. They literally gave it a Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's like, I, I don't think there's such thing as a luck. Okay. I'll say, the, I'll it, say at this. least this I'll early this. in the season. I'll We're three this. months away. Like I'll say this. Uh, None of us, okay, whenever we were making these predictions, were like, yeah, Missing Link will probably get nominated. None of us realized that was going to win. Missing Link was the best animated movie of last That's year. I stand by that. I don't know if you guys agree. I will forgive you. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just here to disagree with everybody. That's my job. I'm definitely... So, uh, I'm treating this as a debate. So, I lost my body. It was very cool. I think um, we may have like a decent, a solid top five, with where we have a solid top four that's gonna get in everywhere. Soul. No, then don't speak for us yet. What is the top four? Yeah, what's okay, your top you decide five, that for all of us. But like, I think I think like there's an easy top four with Soul, Wolfwalkers, Over the Moon, and Onward, and then that fifth slot is really weird. I don't know what's gonna happen with the fifth slot. So here's my my argument here. Um, I think those I four, I think those four are definitely in there for the Oscars because I think the Oscars are a lot easier to predict in terms of animated feature than the Globes. I feel like the Globes are a bit wild when it comes to this category. As Brett said before, um, they went with Missing Link, which was a total shocker. They do stuff like that in these below the line categories, um, specifically animated feature, documentary. And uh, score, they they do weird stuff. Oh yeah, they do. They like to go against the grain, which is kind of cool. So I have a feeling Wolf Walkers could walk away with this. Wolf walk away with this. <laughs> That's a good. That that is an interesting case. I will I will give you that. But Sean the Sheep Farmageddon. It is proof that you don't make the decisions, George. Sean the is... Sheep Farmageddon Wait, all the way. It is Soul. It is Soul. It is going up against Soul. That's going to be tough. Here's the yeah. thing. I, I think Soul's winning the Oscar. Like, at least, in my opinion, I, I think it's got a 95% chance because it is probably going to get into picture. And uh, the Oscar... I don't know if it's going to get... I don't, I don't know if it's going to get into best picture anymore, but we'll... You say everything with such confidence. What? Like, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not mad. I keep sounding I like I'm mad. Like, I do say You know, this is, this is, this is, uh, this is an open forum, right? Let's not, let's not, like, uh, say what's locked and what's not, because really, like, 
you know, that's that's how discussion formulates, like with with each individual opinion, and I think it's certainly interesting to see the different perspectives. Because I I even probably have some movies that are that I think would be considered the against the grain pick, and I just think this early in the season, especially when movies like Earwig and The Witch haven't come out, like it's it's hard to say something is locked, you know? Yeah. Okay, I get I get your argument. Actually, just took my uh, my fifth spot because he he was talking about the four that are probably locked in. Um, I wanted to see what you guys thought about Earwig and the Witch because I'm a huge I hear it's trash. Fan. Looks That's disgusting. the word on the street right now. It, Wait, it, it, like, visually, has, has it looks screen? it looks appalling. Yeah. yeah, has a screen. Yeah, so it has screened. People have seen it. Matt Neglia gave it a three out of ten. Oh no. Oh, Matt Negley is also not a weeb, and I am, so... Okay. <laughs> yeah, but are the Golden Globes weebs? Discuss. I think Matt, Kill It and Leave This Town could get but... the fifth slot, because I feel like every year we get, like, an untraditional, n- non-family animated movie in one of the slots. Earwig and the Witch is directed by Guru Miyazaki, who has a bad track record already. Oh, no, 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 no. Goro directed the second best Ghibli movie. Don't at me. Poppy Hill. Okay, but th- whenever you ask someone, man, what are your thoughts on Studio Ghibli? They really go, man, I really love that from up on Poppy Hill. That was my I do. I go. I mean, I mean, like, it, it, it was big on the festival circuit that year. It played at Telluride and TIFF and got a lot of traction. That's my hot take. I think Poppy Hill is better than anything Hayao Miyazaki's directed. <laughs> I haven't seen Spirited Away, but... You haven't seen Spirited Away? Well, I'm saving it for my last Ghibli movie. I'm, I'm going through it slowly, because... Jesus Christ. I haven't seen it. It's going to be, like, movie. life-changing for me, right? So I'm pushing it off. Fair. I've never seen a Ghibli movie. Oh my gosh, Dan. Oh yeah. my god. Let's do a... I'm not a weeb, just like Matt Naglia. I mean, I'm not a weeb either, but I've seen Ghibli movies. You you don't have to be a weeb to watch Ghibli. Like they're not like uh, Makoto Shinkai stuff, like Your Name and Weathering with You, where it's very uh, like side baseball anime stuff, where like you'll be turned off if you're not a weeb. Um, like with with Ghibli, it's it's very accessible for people who aren't into anime. So I think you'd like them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They they now, they operate more like Western animations with flourishes of anime. You know, I don't have um, Earwig and the Witch on. No, I it's think, awful. I think if Connected, if we knew Connected was gonna come out, I would I would probably have it on. Oh, absolutely, but it's not going to come out in time. No, I I think I I'm predicting a South by premiere actually because oh, cool. the because a, a lot of people involved with it are doing panels there. Yeah. Yeah, but that's also, you know, outside of the Oscar window, so it's not going to be able to get nominated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm um, saying, yeah. So I have the Croods, too, in my in my five here. I don't know what else to do. The Croods, too, is actually the very safe bet. It was quite critically acclaimed, and I think I might be the only person here who's seen it, but I, I was I was quite it was I was quite blown away by how lovely it was. And not not I wasn't surprised because I loved the first one, but I I think I don't think it's that far off of a bet. I actually think that's a that's a good choice. 
And DreamWorks is going to put a lot of stake into getting at least one of their films out, right? Yeah, and it's not going to be Trolls in comparison. Here's the thing with Trolls. That was a big deal because it was like the first major release of Quarantine. So it's got yeah. kind of like a status. So I wouldn't. Yeah, but I also think it feels like, an, like an, in another lifetime because of that, you know? It doesn't feel like a 2020 movie anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, some of those early stuff they... are going to be forgotten about. I think Kill It and this? Leave This Town is going to get the fifth sl- slot. I think it's Polish, but it's been doing really well on the festival circuit. It it, it started off at Berlin, and it's been getting a lot of praise. And it's like a... I think it's a hybrid documentary. It, it's first it, it's high up on Gold Derby for the Oscars, at least. Did, did, um, did the first Trolls movie get nominated at the Globes? I don't think so. Okay. No, but they nominated... If it did, then I'm not putting it on. <laughs> That was the year after, Tristan. No, but like... Imagine flexing your boss baby knowledge. They're not against (laughs) nominating bad DreamWorks movies, I don't think. Yeah, they're really not. Shark Tale. (laughs) That was nominated at the Oscars, too, but... Fluff the way! Um... Okay. Um, Brett, do you have anything that could slide into animated feature at the Globes? Oh, can you guys hear me, by the way? Yes. Yeah, it's a little distant, though. Yeah, it's because I was feeding my beta dragon real quick. If she was acting up, I apologize. You can cut that out. Um, I think that Sean the Sheep Farmageddon will get it. That's not a bad bet either, actually. Because no. the first one. I haven't heard good. anybody talk about it for some reason. I have no idea why. Okay. I mean, well, the first one got nominated. That movie has like a 96 percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Like it's high. Yeah, it's got good reviews. And people like thought it was delightful who saw it. And they always go for Armand. And I think the first one was nominated. If I'm if I'm correct. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Yeah, I say Sean Sheep Farmageddon. I'd put in the fourth slot, honestly. Um, except I think Over the Moon could get nominated. We already talked about this, but Over the Moon sucks. So I hope it doesn't. I haven't seen it. It's but, it's um... really bad. I, hmm. yeah, that's actually not a bad bet to make. It has good reviews and stuff. People like it. Um... Animated features surprisingly stacked this year because you've also got the Willoughby's. You've also got I, the Wolf Hour. Willoughby's will not get nominated for Oscars. Maybe. But have you guys heard about Wolf Hour? It's been dominating at the critics' circles in terms of nominations. That movie seems like it's going to be a little too weird. I'm so excited to watch Bird Boy, which did get a nomination. So, I mean, I think the Oscars could go for it, like, like kind of how they, you know, like they like, like I lost my body and stuff like that, right? But I don't know about the Globes. I think it'll get a Critics' Choice nomination probably, but I don't know about um, I don't know about the Globes. That's the thing. Um, if if there's something else, we could move on to song, I guess. Which isn't even on Gold Derby, but... Um, Do we sing our, our choices? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you guys have any other things in the uh, animated oh, feature? I did it again! <laughs> oh, we don't sing the... the, the never mind. Okay. There's a bomb in Centennial Park! <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was last year. Apologize. Um... um <laughs> I think we should go through uh, like each of our top fives just so we can like yeah okay so I'll go first then Brett then Tristan then Dan um so number five we've got Crudes a new age four I've got onward three I've got over the moon two I've got Wolfwalkers and one I've got Soul 
Okay, for me, I have, I'll say five over the moon, four strong sheep, Farmageddon, three onward, two Wolfwalkers, one soul. So, I was going to say Earwig and the Witch, just because I really want that Ghibli comeback to be great, but uh, no, I'm going to put five Farmageddon, um, four over the moon, three onward, two soul, one Wolfwalkers. A five, kill it and leave this town. Four, over the moon. Three, onward. Two, will fuckers. One, so. All right. So let's move on to the song. This category is not on Gold Derby and either score, but we'll we'll roll with it. Um, Wuhan flu. That could get nominated. That could. Get I nominated. don't think that wasn't a joke. That that's gonna get nominated. That wasn't a joke. Um, I think they love now. Sasha. I think Speak Now has a pretty good shot. Yeah. At 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 the win for sure. Um Uh-oh. although I did it again. I got yeah. the bad habit that I can't pretend. But we know Sorry the globes that. are gonna <laughs> It's from Promising Young Woman. Yeah. But I don't mind wasting your time. Not original. <laughs> but we know the Globes are going to love the prom. And... Sandstorm French horn cover from Boy State. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, really, like, weird side note, but I used to play the French horn in band, and I was very into it. So when I watched Boy State and saw them playing the French horn, like, it automatically just raised my score up. That's pretty rad. Did the Tristan French so, horn... It, it, what about all those songs in Eurovision? And there, there's a few good songs in Sound of Metal too. Sound of Metal? Yeah, Olivia Cook wrote the lyrics for the Sound of Metal songs. They, they're like metal. Yeah. Not sure yeah. For the globe. <laughs> <head>. Yeah. <laughs> Fair <not sure>. enough. <laughs> I think. Um, the only oh, the thing- plan, the plan, the plan. Tenet, Travis Scott. Oh, oh! They could do that. They could do that just because Travis Scott. <laughs> but and, and there's the Doja Cat song from Birds of Prey. I hope. Um, I hope that they give the entire audience Travis Scott burger so that happens. The globes in terms of song are a little different than the Oscars because the Oscars go for like like classic rock people. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about like rock opera stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like there's like a huge orchestra too, and then the, and then a weird song from the Lego Movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like I the think, world um, to like younger people stuff. Like the Hollywood Foreign Press Association definitely likes Doja Cat. Definitely yeah. like yeah. Travis Scott. <laughs> or even if they hate it, they're gonna want those people to be there because like it's more of more about clout than it is about <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially that's very much yeah. something with the Golden Globes. Travis Scott has Star fallen Bucket. down the stairs at the Golden <laughs> Globes on Zoom. Except it's not Jason Derulo because he wasn't invited, fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she did. Um, she wrote some song for Mr. Mistress America, too, not Mr. America, not the on cinema movie. Um, but I think um, 
I think the as I think speak now seems like a pretty strong number one. I think the only thing, yeah. at least in terms of the gloves, I don't think it's going to happen to the Oscars. We know the gloves are going to love the prom, and we know they're going to nominate the song. They could give it to the prom. I loved the theme song from Totally Under Control. <laughs> that was a I dumb think... joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I think Aloe Black wrote a song for the way I see it, though. I hear it. Is that a frog so... only sandwich? <laughs> I thought you were about to sing an Aloe Black song. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And I and uh, the so it's the theme song from Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. So, anyways, um, so we know they're gonna nominate Speak now, and um, I don't know what that song for the prom is called. I don't care, but um, Wuhan flu. Uh, yeah, some publication has Wuhan flu up there. Yeah. yeah. Is there a um, song in Hubie Halloween worth nominating? I don't know. No, you're just saying now, that because you like it. I don't know. You're allowed to nominate because you like it. I don't know what I meant when I said could that. they nominate? So, 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 so. I actually have, this is a, this is a legit thing. I, you guys are going to laugh at first, but this is a legit thing. Since we can have streaming movies get nominated at this point, right? Wait, no, no, not specifically. Not, 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 in theory, not all of them. Okay. Well, I'll say Elaborate. Which, first, which streaming like, movie? Phineas and Ferb, the movie, Candace. No, that's not Candace, eligible. Has like five banger songs that it could get. That's not eligible because it's the streaming movies that we're intending on a theatrical release that we're going yeah. to uh, be eligible. So, like, stuff like that, and uh, I guess we're talking about documentary next. I guess I'll plug American Utopia is not I'll, eligible, and I nor is Beastie Boys Story. I don't think. Neither of them had a proper theatrical plan. Guys, um. Golden Globes don't have a documentary category. What? They don't. They don't. Okay. So weird. They never. They hadn't had it. They've never had it. I don't think. Yeah, I think you're right. I just forget because that's so weird. The, uh, yeah, no, then they're oh it, the last awarded in 1977. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here's what I'm curious about, and Brett, I think you're gonna want to take a shot here, but. Okay. I'm curious if they'll nominate one of the songs from Promising Young Woman. Uh, I said that five minutes ago. It's not a revelation. Wasting your time. No, that's not. That's that's not an original song. I'm talking about you know, uh oh, or what's the other one? That most of them are covers. Yeah, most of them are covers, but there's only like three that aren't. Was there original song? Um, uh, the Last Laugh by Fletcher. And there's a song called um, Come and Play With Me by Death by Romy. Those are the three original songs. But Uh-Oh, I Did It Again is the one people yeah. are saying is going to be the one that's nominated. Uh, yeah, Uh-Oh sounds like um, one that would be nominated. I I think... Because I think the Globes might really like Promising Young Woman. I have a feeling. Possibly. I, I'm I'm curious. I think if, if it gets a song nomination there, that's going to be a big deal for that movie. Because like, a lot of people are going to want to see that 
show up in like the smaller categories so that it can, you know, build more of a case to get in all like the, the big categories at the Oscars. So I'd, li I'd like to see it get in there, get in screenplay at, at the Globes. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, then it's a lock for best picture at that point. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, that's just something I'm kind of curious about. In terms of like other songs, though, I guess they'll they'll nominate the song from The Life Ahead, but I don't think anyone really cares about that movie anymore. I think this conversation doesn't deserve this long of a conversation because I don't think any of us have heard any of the songs realistically. So I don't know if there's a point speculating this deep. I've got actually a list of songs that I put together from this year. I'll just go through a few really, really quickly for you guys. Wait, is No Time... I mean, I know the answer, but No Time to Die's eligibility is weird because it's going to be like a two-year-old song when it gets nominated and wins. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think they're going to have to wait till that movie comes out. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be two years. It's crazy. Really weird. Because it came out in April, right? Uh, yeah, it came out in April. Yes, it's going to be, it might even be three years if they push it back even further, which looks possible because now it's undated. So there's a song at the end of Judas and the Black Messiah called Fight For You. Uh, this song is written and performed by the artist Her, who does very well at the Grammys. Um, if the movie ends up, you know, becoming a big thing, that could definitely squeeze in because uh, Her is a big artist and the song's very relevant right now. Yeah. 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 Speaking of Judas and the Black Messiah, it's interesting that we can all put this input because really the only big unreleased contenders none of us have seen are Supernova, Land, and um, uh, there's one more. I don't think this will be here. Uh, Billy Holiday. No, Billy Holiday's I out. I think Supernova is the only one of those three that has a chance at getting anything. Other than maybe yeah. Billy Holiday, like costumes and makeup. Uh, well, well, we, we haven't landed his last movie without social media reactions, so it's hard to say. Land yeah. to my theater in February. It feels weird that they're going for uh, 2020. They're 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 um they're doing they're campaigning for everything, but maybe they made the Sundance release also makes it seem like they're trying to get that huge buzz all in one shot. So I don't I don't know. think they're gonna do that this might be a dumb argument um but i think it's not gonna get in because people are gonna confuse it with nomadland is that dumb because there was up and up in the air the same year so yeah but they both got nominated <laughs> yeah they both got nominated tristan that's a the pixar movie where 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 george clooney goes on a business trip with a dog yes. up in the air is a fantastic movie by the way if they, the, both both up that. movies are great. Yeah, I don't know which one I like. You're, huh? you're the ex. Oh, what? I'm sorry, girl. Sorry. Uh, my beard dragon wanted attention, so I got her out. Bye. the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Mulan. There's a song called "Loyal Brave True." Absolutely not. Hell no. There's a song from the movie "Belly of the Beast." Written by Mary J. Blige, who is, is a that? of the Beast. I have absolutely no idea, guys. But, um, 
Uh, Mary J. Blige wrote the song, so that's cool. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. She's popular. I'm a sing young woman, obviously. Um, uh-oh. I did it. I got there, it. There's a song called uh, Everybody Cries, written by Rita Wilson for The Outpost. I don't know what that movie is. <laughs> Neither. Uh, you said that with, like... With such a like aggression, like <laughs> like Rod Lurie killed your dog or something. <laughs> I didn't say that. No outpost, because I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, well, he has a right to, because if you see the poster, it looks freaking terrible. <laughs> no, the poster is awful, but it but it has good buzz and. Is it? Uh, I was gonna see it, it. Uh, now cancelled itself, but I'm gonna bring that up for every movie that was supposed to play there. Okay, well. Um, Jingle Jangle A Christmas Journey has been getting a lot of hype in the technicals. Is that the name of the song? <laughs> oh, that's the name Jing- of the movie. Jingle, uh, it sounds like a name of a good song. I believe it's but- animated, too. Um, no, it's, think- it's live action. It's I an- think... It's I, th- action. I don't think... The Globes are going to be nominated. Keen on nominated Christmas movie in February. Maybe not. Yeah, I think that is that's like what Christmas movies can be good any time of year. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know, well, that's, like, that's like that's like saying season. that's like saying promising young woman can't get nominated for best picture because men don't <laughs> men no, don't no, uh, commit no, that's not the same. Rape that's not the same thing. That's not <laughs> no. the same thing. There's a stigma around Christmas stuff that you can't enjoy it. Please cut that out. Don't don't don't. <laughs> please cut that out. Just please. I'm begging you. I so regret saying that. <laughs> I was trying to be really edgy, but it, it didn't work. It I'm was too it edgy. In. I'm leaving it in. I'm putting it in the highlights video. <laughs> no, don't. don't. You're going to get canceled for leaving it in, not just me. I've already been canceled <laughs> by Glenn Close stands, so... Um... <laughs> They're not important. We can say that because <laughs> they canceled you already. Um, <laughs> you haven't been truly canceled until Glenn Close herself cancels you. Yeah. <laughs> Then you're canceled forever. <laughs> but uh, uh, did you guys this is the hear? Greatest episode of this podcast. <laughs> okay, so we've got a pretty decent list to choose from here. Um, hmm. Well, since the Globes are gonna see, I think I'm gonna put on. Speak now. I'm advocating for an Army Hammer nomination. Sorry, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening, guys? I- We're talking Damn about it. how Army Hammer get all five actor slots. I think so. For the movie that never came up. For the for the cannibal movie. All of all of Army Hammer's toes get all five actor nominations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and then, then he eats all, all of them. them. <laughs> Are we going through gonna... our five? If y'all want to, um. I didn't let yeah yeah I didn't really I, I I only watched indie movies this year I didn't really watch anything with a song in it so I can't well, say I haven't heard any of the songs except okay. for I can vouch for Promising Young Woman and I can vouch for uh, Wuhan Flu yeah I think yeah okay. that's it um so I guess we'll skip the the top five on song and just go to the score I guess because I think it's too a little too early I quickly yeah. run through my five because I, I prepared it. I'll be very quick. Oh, okay. Sure. So my number five is Just Sing from Trolls World Tour. 
<laughs> Number. <laughs> they nominated the first one. Yeah, I, I think at the Oscars they'll replace that with "Over the Moon" song, but for for here, I think they're gonna go with. Oh, I forgot about "Over the Moon" shit. Over the Moon songs are so stupid. I'll be over the moon. Like no. <laughs> the the existence of "Over the Moon" is like a glitch in the Matrix. Like they just like the world accidentally blended six movies that were supposed to be different movies. This like. Honestly, it's just like, I, I reviewed it for Keith, and I remember being like, no, and then like, I reviewed it, and I was like, that movie was gross, and I think kids are gonna love it, and then like, a month later, I was like, oh yeah, that movie existed, like, it just like, never was talked about. I gotta watch it if that gets nominated, unfortunately, because I'm gonna watch every every single movie that gets nominated. Anyways, though, um, my, my number four is Wuhan Flu from Borat. Uh, my number three is uh, The Life Ahead from Life... Oh, no, it's called EOC from The Life Ahead. Um, my number two is is The Prom Song. My number one is uh, Speak Now from... Uh, not one Trial of Chicago. Yeah. Is there a song from Trial of Chicago 7? There is, right? Yeah, Hear My Voice or whatever the hell it's called. It's not that good. No one remembers it. Yeah. Okay. So score, Soul is the front runner. Yes, then I agree. Mank is probably a solid number two, it seems. So Trent and Atticus are doing well. Um, I disagree. I don't think it's number two, but I guess we'll get into that after. Then I guess Tenet and Minari's looking pretty good for score. Minari's my two. I think that could sneak up. I don't even remember the Minari score. Am I a bad person? What? I didn't either, and then I watched the trailer again, and I'm like, whoa, this is really beautiful. I swear to God, Dan. Um, and then... I did nothing to you except for a poor memory. So I think the four <laughs> here are looking pretty good. Um, it's just that fifth slot is always so weird at the Globes. Malcolm and Murray... I don't. Labyrinth is cool. People like Labyrinth. But, no, I'm not talking. No, but! Th this is open forum. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say about Malcolm I'm and sorry Murray. for, like, blowing it's... my nose. <laughs> what about News of the World? Like, he's been nominated a ton of times. And then Thomas Newman did the score for The Little Things. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They're gonna the Globes are gonna pick something weird. Like last year, they nominated Motherless Brooklyn, and then the year before, they nominated but Motherless Quiet. Brooklyn did have a really good original song. If yeah, with uh, Flea and Tom York. So good. yeah, that that song is, was one of my favorite tracks of last year in general, not just movie. Same Daily Battles yeah. is an incredible and, song. Yeah, it is. And then. And it, then, oh yeah, the, the Invisible Bro Man score is pretty rad too. And then the year before they nominated um what's it called? Uh A Quiet Place, right? They didn't get score nomination. Yeah, I love um, that score. A Quiet Place. It's, didn't this need is a... not going to get Oh, oh, Cajillionaire has an amazing score by Emil Musseri. Um A Quiet Place didn't need to have a score, but it's got in for score anyway. Um that's a, that's a take. Because the score is like a backdrop. It's not It's not but, overbearing or anything like that. It should have a score. 
It's called A Quiet Place. Oh my god, uh, I, I'm so dumb. My favorite score of last year was The Nest. It's not going to get any attention because people aren't like going to be like, I'm going to listen to the score for The Nest so I can make it an eligible vote. But the score for The Nest is so, so chilling. And I, 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 I would actually put it at my number five, honestly. For I thought I watched that movie. Yeah, do you think, think the Oscars or the Globes? Cause... The Globes. The I Globes are, the... like, very... I, I think they, they, they would actually... I feel like HFPA would like a movie like The Nest because it's but... very, very theater-centric and it has, like, an international appeal in that regard, you know? It's, like, a very universal story and Jude Law is not even from america he is from a country where hfpa members are from yeah but the problem i think the problem with that is that it's 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 so indie okay like but like, like every movie this year is so indie it's 2020 most movies were so indie no every not... movie we're listing is so indie they're um, they're members of the press they see every movie we're talking about them like they're normies yeah but they're not the normies whole... The Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Yeah. Literally foreign. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> they literally. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association literally like nominates like the big m- mainstream movies like most of but the time. But there was no big mainstream movies this year. Let's be honest. I. I there was I, Soul, and, like, that's the only big mainstream movie that's going to be nominated in either of the Best Picture categories, besides Palm Springs. Tri- try all of the Chicago 7 and stuff. Yeah. Mank. Mank I, is I don't mainstream. think, like, the, the, Mank is also, like, a very indie movie. Like, my parents would watch Mank. How is it Mank. indie? How my is parents it indie? Watch Mank. In what way is it an indie movie? It's 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 not super accessible. I I didn't like it's it. It's not all. accessible, but it's not an indie movie. But so what? Define indie. What is indie? Low budget. Like uh, it's like um, The Irishman, where it's 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 a prestige pick, but it's a prestige pick on a large scale. It, it doesn't it doesn't feel like a big movie because it's it's made to look like an old movie, which in turn makes it look like a lo- like a lower production value make, movie. Why am I being yelled at for voicing my opinion? It is not an indie movie. It has like it has like a two hundred something million dollar budget. It is not an indie movie. There is no argument you can make for Mank being an indie movie. Mank does not have a two hundred million dollar budget. It has a twenty million dollar budget. It is an indie movie. Wait, it like, has a financially million? speaking. It was made for twenty million dollars. I are had you, to leave for you, like five you, minutes. What did I miss? Are you? Are you sure? Are you sure? I'm looking. Yeah, look up Mank budget right now. I'm looking right here. Um, I can't. I have to Google it. I can't find it. Yeah, that's where you look. It's not on your hand. It's on the internet. Mank is an indie movie, financially speaking. It will be nominated uh, at the Indie Spirit Awards. Wasn't eligible for Gotham's though, Dan. Yeah. What? Wasn't eligible for the Gotham's. Or, or maybe they just didn't nominate it. 
because it wasn't the, good. I had the leave for like five minutes. What did I miss? Uh, yeah, George yelling at me because I because I said Mank was an indie movie, even though it was made for twenty billion, which means that it's an Wikip- indie movie. Wikipedia says twenty to thirty million. Okay, so yeah, I was still, wrong it's about in the, the twenty budget. million. Let me settle this. I I think. What George means is that like Mank would get nominated on an on a normal year. It's it's a normal kind of Oscar contender. Yeah. Um, same with Trial. Same with Ma Rainey's. Yeah, but we're talking about score. Yeah, too. exactly. That's what I'm thinking too. Like the, the any movie can get nominated for score. Globe Film could get stuff. nominated for score. Yeah, but Mank is such a even if it's like a not that big a budget movie, it's still a really prestige film. Yeah, it's... but that doesn't mean anything. Though. All all my point was is that I actually like how this uh, how this 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 forum. I mean, this format allows for debate because because it makes good point. I feel like I, I I feel like this is a miscommunication. You know, because accessibility of a movie does not define what can be an accessible score. I just brought up Mank as an example because I think it has the same level of accessibility as as The Nest, even though it, it's a big, flashy movie with a Hollywood feel to it. I think it, it's the, in the. I, I don't think it's any any harder to or any more challenging than Mank is, and especially if we're talking about the score. There are situations where you can watch a movie and think he was bad or hated and say, I loved the score. You know? I don't think it has anything to do with the movie. I, I, as, a, as a music nerd, I say that I think uh, The Nest, I think, could get nominated. I, I think I, like, a, cure, a Cure for Wellness was a really inaccessible movie, and that, that wasn't indie. So I don't know if that adds yeah. to any point. I think, but the point I'm trying to make about score in the Globes is like, the Globes like to nominate more mainstream movies, like people like movies that people will know more about. I think more people are going to. So know are about you saying, but like, but people, but people, I, you're allowed to have main because you're fifth. <laughs> that was never what this conversation was about. I, I wasn't saying my that. Fifth. Because Dan, you're, but Dan, you're you almost not... saying it like you're trying to convert me. Like that—that's how this conversation's what? coming up. I don't think we're on the. There's same... no tension. There's no tension in this room. You're getting really defensive. I'm sorry if it seems like the type of thing where we need to get uh, defensive about it. It's okay. not. I, I'm trying to... to have friendly debate here. I'm sorry if I if I got your blood boiling. And it's fair. We need to I can be disrespectful. We, we need to calm down. We need to calm down. I, I've been calm. I'm just trying to defend myself. I'm trying bro. to calm down. This I'm trying is, to calm this, down. This, 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 it's okay. And no, I wouldn't tell okay. you to calm down. That would be gaslighting. I, I'm I'm sorry if if any of this conversation offended you or got you tense. I, I that was far from my intention. <laughs> okay. Do you see any coming? I don't think we're on the same page here, so let me try to let me try to. Explain. Oh, I had no idea. It's just a game. Why you have to be mad? I'm not. No, I'm, I'm not, not saying you're mad. I just really like that Russian guy who says that. I think it's really fun. I'm just. It's just the point I'm trying to make is when it comes to the Golden Globes, they tend to nominate movies that people will know more about. 
I think more people are going to hear about Mank than The Nest. And for that reason, I don't think The Nest is going to get nominated. I don't know if it will get either. I just think the fourth spot. Okay, okay. All right. I get that. I get that. All right. But what else could get in for score that would be like I don't know if I want to talk about it anymore, bro. I think I, I, th- I think I I'm think, scared. I think I think <laughs> this is the worst score. I'm backing I'm backing down. I'm gonna go get some water. You guys talk about score. Do not disrespect Mink while you're at it. I, I never said <laughs> no, no Mink slander. Secretly the biggest Mink fan in the world. He loves Mink. I know. Yeah. And is the biggest The Nest fan. Dan, ha- Dan yeah. has like a main poster on his wall, and he like <laughs> rubs it, and before he goes to sleep every that that I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, in terms of other scores that would be up to gold that way, I think News of the World is possible, right? But News of the World is an end. <laughs> I, I am going to kick your ass, Dan. I swear. To bro, God. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is going swimmingly. Um, this is so good. <laughs> anyways, so other scores that could get in that could be up to Golden Globes Alley, right? I think News of the World is possible. I think it's possible that they could nominate trial yeah they could nominate hillbilly elegy this is what this brett i don't think i don't think hillbilly elegy is going to be something as as much of a thing we need to watch out for the oscars as you do but i think the globes could nominate it for more than we would hope i think it's an outside shot for a midnight sky getting a score nomination because they also like things in space and it's the splot yeah. I th- I think I think that's gonna get into the Oscars, but I don't I don't know about the Golden Globes necessarily. But it's possible. It's possible. Um, sound okay, of Metal has that. a lot of sound involved in it, so they might just give us a score nomination because of that. It's a very I don't minimal think, score, but I don't think it. Oh yeah, I don't think it really has much of a score. That's the that's the problem. So, I, uh, what did we mention? News of the World, The Midnight yeah. Sky, Soul, um. Night in Miami? Did we mention that? I don't think that's got much of a score either. Uh, Clayton's predicting it, but he's kind of whack, so... Yeah, yeah. Clayton Clayton has Maria Baklova at number two in supporting actress, so I'm like, that's, that, it is not that high. Um, he's got News of the World winning score, even though he kind of hates that movie. Makes no sense. News of the World is not winning score. Five Bloods, maybe? Although the score was a little overbearing, in my opinion. I think, I think the Five Bloods could get in. Sound of Metal is just drumming. Um, yeah. It's, no, it's just... <laughs> um, Ever really Maybe, actually. Not at the it rarely really sometimes always has a beautiful score. Yeah, Shadow in the Cloud has an incredible score, but that's not a Golden Globes. <laughs> I'm I'm that's one of my favorite scores of the year. year. I'm, I'm looking, looking at my, my other predictions, predictions to see if I, I can think, think of something. Someone said Falcon earlier, right? Because I think that could totally get it. I think that'll get. I'm 
Not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that at the beginning of this conversation, Malcolm and Marie. Before I said the nest, I said Malcolm not, and Marie. But then we I got carried away thinking that there was nothing else because I said the nest. Oh, this is oh. a woman, Emma. Oh, the devil all the time had a really good score, and that could get nominated. Hmm. Could we they go could, to the fives? They could pull a tenant. I think they are going to nominate tenant. Yeah. For sure, I because, think it's a lock. Yeah, the yeah the tenant score is really good. Oh, did we did we talk about the five bloods yet? Yeah, we did. Okay. Sort of mentioned it, but you can talk um, about it. Yeah, I think the take the five bloods sucks. I agree, Dan. Dan, we don't. Oh uh, yeah, about not a hot take. <laughs> I don't want to fight you again, Dan. So um, <laughs> okay. The middle twenty minutes of the five bloods is sick, though. Um. Okay. So. Hmm. Okay. Okay, so Daniel gone. <laughs> Alright. So if you guys want to name our top fives now, we'll go Brett, Tristan, Dan, me. Okay. All of mine are the Nest. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, all of mine are the Nest. You can skip me. <laughs> no, mine are oh my God. Soul, Mank, Tenet, Defy Bloods, and then I'll go the Croods too. For score? For score? Yeah, why not? What? Okay. That's that's, that's, that's okay. terrible. I really want to go for a bonkers one just to see if I get it right. Maybe the Croods Two isn't the correct one to go with. Yeah, I was um, gonna say. Uh, what about Ma Rainey's? I'll say, I'll say on the rocks. No way. I think if you want to go oh, with I doubt bonkers, do like. I don't know. I'm playing the score to the next. Just while we talk. Oh, no, nobody say stop. Don't say stop. Don't say stop. Don't say stop. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> well, I think would be a listening session to the nest. This is please. I if don't like get... this agreement. I, I, I don't wanna I don't want us to be mad. Let's just listen to the score from the nest. Briefly. If we get smacked with that fat copyright by Jude Law. Wait, no, this is the wrong track. This is the wrong track. Oh, wait, Minari. I'll put Minari on there. Drone. Yeah, I think Minari's gonna get in. Minari can get score, it just can't get picture, right? This is the track that I meant um, to play. Yeah, yeah, Brett, you're yeah. you're correct. Because the, gold, the Hollywood Foreign Press is uh, the, the Devil's uh, Awards organization for putting Minari in foreign film and not drama. But, um... Uh, George, we, we had an argument about this, and I, w I won't rehash it. Because I agree with yeah. you. I, I understand where the books are coming from. Um, because it's foreign language. But I think they should change that. I think it's stupid that it's foreign language. And yeah. Yeah, and you, like, the UK, Ireland. Okay, so... Uh, Tristan, your five. Um, okay, so my five are... This is a good score, I think. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> number one, I'm gonna put... It, did you do number one and then go down, or did you do five to one? Brett might win the five, but I'm gonna, I'll do one. I'm gonna work my way up. Most categories, I'm working my way up, but this one I'm not sure about, so I'll work my way down. And okay. Soul. Soul, I think, is gonna win everything. It's, it's too good. Um, especially, yeah. like, the mix of the jazz and the electronic bass stuff, and then that amazing piano piece at the end. Symphony, I think it's called. Masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. 
who I think is Minari, because I, I, I think that score is going to connect with a lot of people. Um, I listen to it again. It's just, it's got like a really ethereal quality to it. It's, it's like magical in a lot of ways, and it, it carries that movie. Yeah, um, it makes, you know, it makes your heart swell. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's my number two, though. Uh, my number three is News of the World. It's a Western, and um, who James Newton Howard is a big guy, so um, that's that's my number three. Number four, I'll go with. I guess I'll go with uh, Make. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll go with. Mink. I mean, it's getting it. Actually, no, I'll do Make five. I'll do Ten at four. Ludwig Gorson, because I think this is a whack listing. Really? Because, I think it's like, pretty like, normal. Why, why, it's just the order that's the world whack. At three? It's just the order that's whack. I don't I don't think the movies are whack. I think most people would agree. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not all saying the movies are saying the order. Yeah, you're and right. Why am I echoing? Order. Why am I echoing? Okay, I'm I'm dumb. I'll I'll fix the order. One soul, two Minari, three tenet, four news of the world, five make. Would be higher if the I think the Globes has like a bias against nominating two people in the same category because I haven't seen them do that a lot. Trent Reznor, I don't. Even, I think it might even be a have Globes. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross already have Golden Globes, so. No, I know. Yeah. I just I don't see them nominating. Yeah, no, but like the same person twice in one category. I think there might be a, an exception rule against that. Yeah, the Oscars does it, but I've never seen the Globes do that before. Mm. Could be wrong. They, they must have, have a rule as well, but they might have a rule. I don't think. I, I, I don't think they have a rule, but I don't know about that. They might not have a rule. I just don't see them doing it as much. So that's why it's at five. But it's still in for me. I mean, it. Okay. Yeah. Soul, Tenet, Malcolm and Marie. Um, I, I might, like, I don't know. I don't think anything has been, like, ex- exceptionally beautiful this year. I, I'll, like, just because Thomas Newman won last year. I'll throw little things in there, just because like I I'm not considering this a high stakes category yet. There's nothing set in stone, I don't think. And then I'll put five at the nest just just to carry on the in joke. Wait, you d- you didn't like the uh, the soul score? No, oh yeah, I did, but I just don't think there's anything like. It doesn't feel like a category that's like with anything, with with any firm multiple contenders besides Tenet and, and Soul, so it's just hard to form a full five. And it makes sense to me why it's not on Gold Derby yet for that reason. Yeah. Yeah, I get okay. that. So, I guess if I'm going top-down, I'm going to go number one, Soul, two, Mank, three, Tenet, four, Minari, and then I'm going to put News of the World at five. Okay, so same five, just different order. Yeah. Um so, uh, we should we should mention Nomad Land probably like best score of the year but it's it's not original it's, so it's, it's not. ineligible so it will not Twice be nominated not. unfortunately. It's 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 not our, it, what is it is it like compositions that they got another orchestra to play. It's it's, it's an Luca Vito it's Luca Vito Ionaldi's 7 Days Walking album yeah. Mm. It's like a hiking playlist pretty much. Yeah, more or less. It's super dope to use that for the movie though. Yeah, it is, for sure. So, best film screenplay. 
I don't know why they have film screenplay because they don't have TV screenplay category, but whatever. Don't? Um, so dumb. Are we predicting TV too? No, we're not. not. For your consideration, the Queen's Gambit. Um, Best film screenplay. So I don't know if they're going to go this way at the Oscars, but I think the Globes are going to give it the trial because they love Sorkin and they, um, you know, it's a movie that they're going to love for obvious reasons. I think they'll give it a trial. Then... Will they nominate Nomadland in screenplay? I would say probably yes. But it is weird. I think it's interesting to consider how the the two genre categories are blended here. So they might give equal favoring to each one. I can see Palm Springs getting in this one. Maybe. I, I think usually they go with the stuff that's nominated at the Oscars. So if yeah. Palm Springs gets something here then it's, it's a lock pretty much for the Oscars, or it's got a good... Yeah, I know it's climbing up the charts for Best Picture. It's getting a lot of rediscovery now, I think. I don't think Palm Springs is going to get a Best Picture nomination, though. I don't either, but, like, it, it's climbing up on Gold Derby nonetheless. It, it's, like, it's pretty high up in the 100s. It's, like, the third or fourth in the 100s or something. Dan, I think we'll be voting on it for a film independent, I think. Yeah, it's made for five million, so we will be. It'll be in the best picture at Film Independent, one hundred percent, along um, with like Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always, and and Nomadland. Nomadland, promising young woman. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's probably the best picture lineup. So number three, Mank makes the most sense, but then there's four and five. I'm not sure what they're going to do. I think there's a few options that they could go for. Um, there are. I, I'd say um, One Night's a very a very strong contender here just because it's so dialogue-driven. Yeah. It's very Hollywood-y. Not in a bad way. I don't mean that as an insult, but in a way that I think the Globes would like. They they like that kind of script. Like, yeah. Um, they like, it's a very, uh, like, like, it's it's a very, very like, Broadway-ish kind of script. script. Yeah, even, even though, though the yeah. movie takes, takes it in a much, much more basic, basic direction than that would imply. I, I think... think... I don't think... Yeah, do any of us have Ma Rainey on our lists? I don't have Ma Rainey on screenplay. I don't. I don't. For screenplay, now. I think... Yeah, I agree with you, Tristan. I think they'll like the one in Miami score. I think they might like promising young woman i think the globes could really like promising young woman they could like it a lot yeah i think everybody does already love promising young woman is the real answer yeah it's it's one of the best movies of the year i think it's gonna sweep every category last minute that's that's my belief that i think not a lot of people have i think i I think it i think i think I, i actually think it's going to win best picture right now I I I I, I think at, at, not at Woman, the Globes at at the, at the Oscars, but maybe the Globes too. I think I Promising Young Woman can totally win this. Totally win at the Oscars. I think that can totally happen. Which yeah, is because why... I feel like we have to remember it's three months away. Yeah. So Chicago Seven and Nomadland could have could totally lose steam by then. Not Nomadland though, because now it's getting a Hulu release in February. Yeah, and Nomadland's also a different category at the Oscars. Yeah, um, I, 
I don't see the Nomadland love fizzling out because it's just too like people are too passionate about it. But trial, yeah. I agree with you. I think Tri- trial. I think people are gonna forget about it. I think it's just something that like it yeah. is there now just because it's a big thing that's available now. But then as more movies come out, as more people get to see the father finally, as yeah. we start to see um, uh, people seeing like movies like. Um, um, Supernova, things might change. I don't think Supernova is gonna get that. But yeah, Malcolm yeah. and Marie's totally a good screenplay movie. Yeah, um, I don't think even it's though gonna I get think in... the screenplay is the weakest aspect of that movie for sure. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna Malcolm Marie's gonna get screenplay at the Globes though. I think it could get in it. I think it could get in at the Oscars, but I'm not. I'm not 100 on that. I'm starting to think it won't because there's a bit of a backlash against the screenplay. Like people love the movie, but there's some people who say the screenplay is the weakest aspect. It's very film schooly. Yeah, it's I, very I, I, I I gave the movie seven out of ten, uh, because I didn't like the screenplay. I think it's a performers movie, and th- there's there's no consistency for the performers to go off of in terms of like plot. You know, it it very much feels like a script that was written in five days like it was. That's kind of why I like it, though. It It's thrown together in a way that kind of yeah. mimics the the spontaneousness of, of, like, fighting with someone on that level. Where yeah. you're just, like, yeah. throwing out insults. It, it just has that feeling, like, it's kind of chaotic. Yeah. But I, I get, like, from a writing yeah. standpoint, I'm not really sure if that was the purpose. Th- that makes sense, yeah. I like that, that. That's interesting. I, I guess the fighting it does feel natural in that way. But yeah, one of my big criticisms of the movie and why I think it doesn't necessarily deserve a screenplay nom is, it, it, like, I'm I'm not an easily offended person, and this is not what I mean when I say this. But I think it relies way too heavily on the f bomb. Like it's some revelatory thing every time it's used. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be, like, shocking every time, but then it's supposed to be shocking every time when it's used three times a sentence. And it's like, uh, it's not shocking anymore. Yeah. That's a late contender is using the F-bomb a lot. Cherry. Yeah. Judas had it a few times. Yeah, Malcolm and Marie and Cherry are gonna be on, like, the top 50 all time. And Cherry is not getting a single nomination at the Golden Globes. Which makes me sad. Which makes, makes me really sad because it's a really freaking good movie. Did Cherry pass 300? It's, it's gonna be up there for sure. It's gonna be up there for sure. Yeah, I, I feel like it passed 300. I think Malcolm and Marie is probably at like 170, yeah. 160. Yeah. Malcolm Marie is definitely gonna be on the list though. And, and uh, you know what, Dan? I... You made a good point. I'm taking it off my screenplay because, yeah, I feel like uh, Oscars yeah. might not like that. Yeah, in the same way that I think, uh, and I think what's interesting about both Malcolm and Marie and The Father is they're Very both so, actors' yeah. movies. They're both secluded movies that take place in yep. one one room. Really, not one room, but one one enclosed. Yeah, one and one small enclosed space, uh, and and I think because of that, the father, uh, and um, the theater sensibility of it, I the think, father and Malcolm and Marie makes me think they're not going to get in. The father, even one night in Miami, in that way, I think it feels. But one night Miami is different because it's very, it, it's a very different kind of theater. It's like the quippy kind, like the Aaron Sorkin kind. 
kind of it's got a classic traditional screenplay. Yeah, yeah it feels, it feels like, like something, something that, that could have been blacklisted in the sixties. Yeah, yeah and then resurged now. Um, I think the father is still going to get in for screenplay at the Oscars, but I think it's going to be the Globes are going to be too crowded for it. Agree. I, 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 have, have, a, I have, have a hot take, take on mine. mine. I, know I know it's, it's like, like it's, it's not, not considered, considered a hot take by Golden Derby standards, but, but it's a hot take, take by, by our, our sensibility, sensibility standards. standards. Okay. I think, I think five, five is going to be on the rocks. rocks. Hmm. It's, it's such an, an HFPA movie. movie. They, they sim for, for Sophia and Bill Murray. And like, like even, even though, though I know a lot of people didn't like it, and I certainly, after I rewatched it, I didn't like it very much. It has, it has such, such a, a like, like early 2000s vibe to it that I, that I think will have a lot, a lot of voters reminiscing in one of them for that reason. I. I just. See what you're I, saying? I, I, I like being bold with my predictions, though. Like, I. I it, like. I, I find it frustrating to actually click on Gold Derby One Night in Miami or The Father because I know they're bad, you know? That, that's not an objective thing, but I think The Father's a bad movie. We can talk about that another time. It, it, it requires a very personal thing. I know Tristan was kind of a little cold on it. Not on cold, not as cold on it as I was, but... I bumped it up to a 7 yeah. after hearing a Stuckman, but... Uh, yeah, I, I agree. It requires it's... the audience to bring their own life into it, and when you don't, it comes off as corny. So, yeah, it's it's definitely a movie for for older audiences, people who are starting to get to that point, which is yeah. why I think it'll connect with a lot of voters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I, I just don't think it's like a script movie. I think it's an editing movie. Yeah, and it's an editing acting and movie. acting. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing. Like, regardless of what you think of the movie, he's really he, good. Yeah, yeah. He he deserves whatever acc- uh, accolades he's getting for it. I take, I think he's better than Bozeman. I'll find yeah. out when I see I, the movie. I don't, I don't think Maharani is a good movie at all, either. Ugh. There's so many... I, I do not like any of the big contenders this year for some reason, really. Besides Soul and Promising Young Woman and Nomadland. Wait, you didn't like Minari? Oh, no, I did like Minari. It's like an 8 out of 10 for me. But, like, the highest, besides Promising Young Woman, I have any of the big contenders at is an 8. And then I have Promising Young Woman as a 10. Soul is at least... Nothing really blew me away like Promising Young Woman did. And I think a lot of people are going to feel the same way in a lot of categories. And I think it could have, like, the parasite effect, yeah. like, last year. Yeah, like, not, I think... like, as, like, all, like, we may not expect it, but as the night comes, we see it win one category, then win the next, then win the next, and we're like, oh, shit, is it going all the way? I don't I think, think it it's gonna... Effect. I don't think it's gonna win Best Picture, but I think it could totally win Screenplay. It's gonna win a lot of smaller accolades, yeah. but I don't think it's gonna win any huge ones. Like, I don't... I, it, Carrie Mulligan won't win as much as she's gonna get nominated everywhere. I think it could end up becoming mm. the number two. Like, it'll be... It'll take Trial's spot where it's... I do think it'll take Trial's spot, but yeah. And and I, I, I don't think it'll win picture right now but i i mean like i i am i'm almost ready to say it's gonna win everything almost wait do you guys see it climbing that much because like don't get me wrong like i love the film a lot. sound of metal is also climbing yeah. i should raise that 
point. I, I love the film a lot, but I really... Sound of Metal, I can see being the number three at some but, point. Because like, people are discovering it very slowly. Sorry, sorry Brett, yeah. Um, no, no, go ahead. It's my apologies. Um, like, Promising a Moment, is it really, like, rising that much? It's getting, okay. like... Yeah, it's getting... because people still... The public still hasn't seen it. Okay. That's but the craziest like, part. Yeah, it, only... it only comes out tomorrow Everyone... to the general okay. public, really. Not... not correct not 100 percent correct for around in america because it came out in theaters yeah yeah true but still not but a lot like, of people a lot of people yet, who have every, almost everyone who's seen the movie really likes it they really like it i have not seen anybody be like i, I don't think there's any well, negative ratings alonzo the all day uh i don't like him let's talk about that another time i think our i think i think armand white gave it a negative rating too so we don't count him he's, he's not, not real <laughs> Armand White is a glitch in the simulation. Like, okay, I feel like he's that not, is definitely... He's not, so, he's not actually a person. Here's my take. I think Promising Young Woman might not do as well as we think it will, just because there's going to be some Academy members that are like, that makes me really uncomfortable. That's a movie about why I'm a bad person. No, I think everybody, I think it's the other way around. I think everybody uses it as a defense to show they're not a bad person. <laughs> but because they like it. Oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. Okay. So I was expecting this movie to have like a 70-60% audience score, but it's 89. Yeah, everybody loves it. I've not heard from yeah, anybody who dislikes it or is really comfortable like by movie. it. Like it's 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 a it's it's a perspective it has a perspective shifting ability. Yeah. Yeah. It it feels like a get out kind of situation. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's like exactly. a genre type movie. Yeah, and get out one screenplay. And promising young woman's Intent. a better movie. No, what? There. Okay, maybe that's a hot take from my perspective, but Get Out feels like a classic to me. Get Out is a classic already. They show it in film school. I've seen it in like every film class I've been in so far. Promising Young Woman is going to be a film school movie in three years, I agree. I think it'll be a cult classic for sure. I agree with Brett. I think it's more a little cultier than uh, Get Out. uh, I feel like Get Out, like... Get Out, like, whenever they play clips of, like, the films of the 2010s, like, Get Out will be one of the ones on there. Now, which one I prefer? I, It's it's tough, actually. I think they're both pretty close. I think I think Promising Young Woman has a deeper emotional, devastating impact on me. As much as, as much as, I think politically Get Out is more effective in delivering its point, but emotionally Promising Young Woman is more effective at delivering its point. On first I- watch... I enjoyed Promising Young Woman more, so maybe in the future, but I've seen Get Out multiple times, and that just feels like the yeah. most important movie. I've seen both like five times, which is interesting, and I think that's my perspective on it. But yeah, so, yeah that, that's it. How many times have you seen each one, Tristan? Promising Young Woman only once. So I'm going to oh, rewatch okay. that. Get Out, I've seen about five times. Yeah, same. Interesting. So, for screenplay... I kind of want to put Minari on here, but I think Oscars I will put it in. I think Oscars will put it I... in, but I don't know about Golden Globes. I think it's just it's hard because I I think One Night in Miami will probably get in, but I also want to put on Minari because I think a lot of people really like that movie. They really like it. It's kind of I think it's got a higher IMDb score than like The Father. I think Promising Young Woman, Mank. 
I think Minari yeah. is like yeah. the highest rated film of the year. If I'm not on Letterbox, on Letterbox, on Letterbox, but on other things, it's it's rocking like a ninety nine on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It, does it have like a seven point eight at least IMDb score, which is pretty good because I'm pretty sure it's seven point. I'm pretty sure it's seven point seven, seven point eight, something like that. Yeah, and it's higher. It's higher. And the thing Let's about see. IMDb is you have to take into account that like there's a lot of racist people that go on IMDb. So the fact that it's like a seven point eight is really strong. Most people yeah. who use IMDb for ratings do it so they can trash on a movie for political reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So. Nomadland has a 7.7. It's got the same the same um, rating as Nomadland. 7.4 for Promising Young Woman. 7.5 for The Father. 7.1 for Mank. 7.2 for Ma Rainey. That's, that's high. 8.1 for Green Book. <laughs> Wait, I, so what's the highest of the season for IMDb? And obviously, most people haven't seen these movies yet. Um, I think it might be Trial, actually. I'm gonna go on the 250 and find the first 2020 movie. I, think I don't sold. think I don't know if there are any on the 2020. Yes, Trout's got a 7.8. No, is it sold the top 250? Oh, never mind. Excuse me. Never mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. It's totally soul. I like they they raved about soul. Let's see. Yeah, soul's rocking at 8.1 right now. No, yeah. that land's not out yet. So. Yeah, soul's 185 yeah. on the on the two yeah. on the 250. And, listen. IMDb I'm going to see if there's anything else. IMDb scores aren't the end of the all because remember, Tree of Life had like a 6.8 or something on IMDb and it still got in for picture and stuff. Yeah, but if. But, but that's a very distinct case of people purposefully going on IMDb just to trash it because they didn't know it was a dinosaurs movie. Sure, but it's not. It, it's <laughs> I was not one of those people. It's not one of the 10 greatest films ever. Shout out to the. To the to the Canada's equivalent of the Disney Channel family channel who has licensing to a lot of the same Disney Channel titles who uh, who plays Tree of Life like once a month at 10 p.m. Yeah, I turned on the channel once and it was playing and I was shocked. Yeah, they play it like once a month <laughs> still. But I love it, that. Uh, God bless them for expecting for exposing children to Kino. Yeah. 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 Honestly. It's like um, a kid watches that movie and he's like, like oh, I believe in God. Let's be honest, if you guys were eight <laughs> and you stayed up late at night, I don't know, because you, you just got back from a vacation and you were slightly jet-lagged. That's the only thing reason I can think of why all of us, when we were eight, we would have been up by 10 p.m. If you caught the tree of life, do you think you would have turned it off? I would have been like, dad, as a kid, as a, as a kid, probably, I would have. But, I don't think I would have turned it off. I think I I I, th I think I don't know if I would like it, but I think I would be too compelled to turn it off. I think if but, I was but, four, and I wouldn't turn it off. Like the dinosaurs and the colors. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. Shout out to the Tiff Bell Lightbox in Toronto. Also, we had to put up a sign where it's like, "This is not the movie you're expecting. This is not a mainstream Brad Pitt movie. This is a movie that contains prehist." <laughs> prehistoric imagery please do not ask for refunds so i think um minari could totally get in here i just don't know if i like what to switch out so that was my question is minari eligible for screenplay since it's not eligible yes for... it is? Okay. yes parasite yeah, got in, right. yeah parasite, parasite got in 
Bong was nominated for director, and you know, same same deal with Roma. Roma got in for screenplay. Yeah, the Globes. Yeah, it was Roma. The it was Roma, the favorite. Beale Street, um, Breen Book, and Vice. Wow, I'm surprised they went for. I said Breen Book. I'm. I. I, No Black Klansman. The Globes are weird. That seems like a black. That seems like a like yeah, a I know. movie. But um, yeah, I just don't know what to swap out for Minari. That's the only problem. Um, hmm. Yeah, yeah I, don't I, don't know. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Should we go through our fives now? Speed it up, and then we just guys, talk about it quickly. Yeah, if you guys want to. So Tristan, Dan, me, Tr- uh, Brett. Okay, so five for me is. Promising young woman. I think it'll be higher at the Oscars, but Globes, I just have it at five for now. I'm just not not a hundred percent sure about it. Uh, four, One Night in Miami, because I think it's going to really appeal to the Globes. Three, Nomadland. Two, Make, and one, I've Got Trial. Uh, on the Rocks, from five to one. On the Rocks, Nomadland. Woman, Mank, seven. Okay. Um, I have the same five as Tristan, but in a slightly different order. I've got five, Promising Young Woman, four, One End in Miami, three, Mank, two, Nomadland, and one, Trial. Actually, I'm going to switch Promising Young Woman to Nomadland. Or actually, no, Promising Young Woman to One Night. Does that mean Promising Young Woman's four? Yep. Or six? Okay, four. Got it. Okay. Um, I pretty much have the same list as you guys. I'd say... Promising Young Woman. Uh, maybe I'll throw in Minari in there. Maybe you've convinced me. Maybe I'll do that. Heck yeah. And then, yeah, you know. I just don't think people want to read a script that's in Korean. Because they gotta have it sent to them in their mailboxes and they get the physical copy. It just feels like a really easy assumption to make. I don't know. Sorry to cut you off, Brett. Oh no, you're good. And then one night. No, wait. Mink, Nomad, um, Trial. Yeah, I can do that. Um, One Night in Miami will probably get nominated and I'll be dumb, but Minari's a better movie, so I'm as well. Minari is a better movie. So, Best Film Director. Again, there there is no there, there is no TV director category at the Golden Gloves. Why is it called Best Film Director? Whatever, it doesn't matter. So... I think just to, just to avoid confusion on ballots... Just so people don't do write-ins for TV shows. <laughs> sure. I want the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. <laughs> There's a running joke on On Cinema where every year Greg Turkington says a write-in movie is gonna win. That's not on the ballot, and it's always something really weird. Like a few years ago, it was it was uh, he did it every year for all three Hobbit movies, <laughs> and then he did it for like um. Spectre. <laughs> He's like, everybody's gonna do a write-in. Nobody's gonna vote for any of the movies on these ballots because nobody's heard of them. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So yeah, what I'm trying to say here is that I think everybody's gonna write in um shit. Guys, give me an example of a really dumb movie that we can do. <laughs> um, Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, no. Uh, we have to go more niche than that. Everybody's gonna write in Extraction. No, murder. Horse Nicole girl. Brown Everybody's gonna write in horse girl. So, 
This girl had a trend on TikTok, by the way. <laughs> you don't have TikTok. Yeah, I do have TikTok. Yeah. Um, but I didn't see that. Yeah, it's so for direct So for director, Chloe's number one at this point. I think she's taken I, I have I, I put a bet on this one, by the way. On Gold Derby. Because I, yeah. I have the same five as they do. The same Yeah. yeah. I, not the same order. I, I have the order shuffled. Yeah, I think Chloe's gonna gonna win the oscar at this point but if fincher is going to pull an upset anywhere it's going to be here they love fincher they love him they nominated gone girl for director I th- this even- is like nothing like fincher's made though like the closest we can compare it to is button but did that get a screenplay on well i think it's cool that this isn't um like anything fincher's yeah yeah made, i know but- i i just mean like they love Fincher might be faulty in case it's not the Fincher that they do love. You know what I mean? But, but, um, but it feels I like think, something. It feels like something that the Cohen brothers would make, and they love the Cohen brothers. I mean, Benjamin Button they did nominate, but um, yeah, okay, yeah. Button's very different. Button's very Oscar Beatty, and like, well, so was Mank. Yeah, I would actually kind of agree with that. But they love Fincher, they love Hollywood. This is the type of movie that, you know, they like to celebrate, you know, it's you know, it's 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 star fucking, right? Um, so he and uh yeah, he's definitely number two to Chloe. This is I think the best chance he would have to win something here. Cause I still don't think Chloe's a lock. I think Fincher could still take some momentum and win the Oscar. I just think Chloe's got the lead. I think Chloe's a lock. I think it's just about done. She's, um, she's everywhere now. I think I'm I'm gonna put it at an eighty five percent chance that Chloe wins the Oscar. I would put so, it but if Fincher was gonna upset anywhere, it would be here. But everyone below them, no one's got a chance of winning below them. Nobody. 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 No, it's it's a, it's a two horse race, no matter what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, um, I I'd say it's a three horse race at the Globes. I think Sorkin, no, four horse actually. Love Regina King. Could pull something okay. here. I think mm. Regina Regina King is my number two. Because mm. I I think mm. I think people are gonna mm. people. Are, I feel like people get us exceptionally blown away when something by someone they know for something else is really good in that area. Okay. And people love Regina King, and especially because she already has a little boost from her love in Watchmen, which I also believe she's probably going to get a nomination for Watchmen. Um, I I think people will, will be even more tempted to go and discover One Night in Miami who wouldn't otherwise. Good points. And really love it. Good point, Stan. But she's not number fucking two. No, 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 no. She's three um, for me. I don't think she has a shot at winning director. At I don't think she anywhere. has a shot at winning director either. I just think like Zhao is very, very firm. Yeah, at this at this point, I don't think. I think Regina could get snubbed the gloves because that is not much of a director movie. Oh, I think I think she has a better chance at the Globes than the Oscars. I don't think she's. Going I agree to be with in the that. top five at the Oscars. 
I agree with that, but I still don't know if, if the Globes are going to be willing to go for her, even though yeah. she is Regina King. That's that's that. It's just not a director movie. It's very fair. And Tristan, you said Sorkin went to the Globes. Uh, no, 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 no. I no, take no, that no. back. I take that. Back. Yeah, that's a whack take. I don't I think, think Sorkin's gonna get get win anywhere. Not yeah, even no. in any critic circles that are still left. He might not even get nominated, to be completely honest, just because there are some people that are like, Sorkin's a baby director. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, just the, the writer. I think he did not do a very good job directing that. The Globes just love him, so they're going to nominate him at the Globes. But I agree. I don't know if they'll nominate him at the Oscars. I don't know if, they're go- if the DGAs will go for him. Maybe the BAFTAs. George C. Wolf, Ronnie's Black Bottom. I think I have him, honestly, on my list, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I have him. Um, okay. Emerald Fennel. Yeah. Yeah. I, she, she's, she's on my Oscars list, just not my Globes list. Same. I, I don't on... think Globes are going to go for her. But what if the Globes really like Promising Young Woman and really like it? Really? Then if they really like it, it's going to win. But we're talking about nominations, you know. I don't think I, I, I'm not willing to bet on it for a nomination. But if it gets a nomination, a, it's gonna win. That's my opinion. I'm not gonna bet on Emerald getting in, but I think she could. Spike Lee, I think he could get in here. Yeah, he could. The he's, movie gets in for sure. He's, yeah. Even if the movie doesn't, it could pull a uh, Clint Eastwood, or not Clint Eastwood, Ridley Scott, all the money in the world situation. <laughs> Richard Jewell. There is a bomb in Centennial Park. You have 30 minutes. This is a weird take. I think Josephine Decker has a chance, but only at the Oscars. Very slight. She might be my top 10 there. For Shirley? I thought I'd mention it because it'd be because no, no. For no. Shirley, Dan? Yeah, it's in my top 10, though. It's not in my top 5. She, she's kind of crazy, though. Like, as, like, she's very artsy and out there. And I yeah. don't know if like mainstream crowds are gonna like. Yeah, her. that's she's just my. Like, she's wild. That's my concern yeah, about that. And stuff. It's getting like a a lot of people are rediscovering it though. That's why I put it there. It's like she's like my again. She's like my number ten. I don't think she's gonna get nominated. But if we're mentioning people who who have a chance that we haven't really discussed, I think she. I think she does, and I, I totally respect you guys for, for not thinking that. I, 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 and I think you're actually making a quite a safe decision saying no. It's just like my bold um, pick of the... Like every category, I like to have one somewhat bold take, and even though I don't think she's going to get nominated, she will. She's on this list, after all. My bold take is I have Kelly, Kelly Reichardt for uh, the Oscars in my five. I do too. Heck yeah, Brett. Yeah, I do too. He's gonna pull a mm. uh, a cold war, I think. Ooh, what if Ryan I, Murphy from The Prom gets director at the Globes? I swear to God. <laughs> no, you know, you know? No. Ryan Murphy puts puts the Hollywood Foreign Press in so much pain because they have to review like sixty TV shows of his a year. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if they're gonna nominate him. Make, the press does Murphy. not like Ryan Murphy. I want to put Emerald on my five, I think, actually. Heck yeah. Yeah. We're I think... I think, I think Lee Isaac Chung's got an outside chance, by the way. Yeah. I think Paul I Green might put Emerald too for the odds game. I might do that for the odds game. 
Hmm. I don't know about green okay. grass, but... Okay. okay. I had green grass on my list before, but I've heard literally no one talk about news of the world early. Yeah. But the globes might like it. And, Brett, you do say it's boomer heaven, so... <laughs> That's true. I'm putting news of the world back in. Sorry, Lee Isaac Chung. I'm not putting green grass on here. I don't think that movie's gonna be that 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 big a deal. But, um... I keep I keep thinking greener grass. I, I don't know why. <laughs> right, should we go through our fives? Alright, so Dan, me, Brett, Tristan. Lee, Sorkin, Fincher, King, Zhao. Five through one. Okay. My five through one. Five Emerald Fennel, four George C. Wolf, three Aaron Sorkin, two Daddy Fincher, one Chloe Shaw. <laughs> For me, I got Emerald Pinnell, Paul Greengrass, our boy! Yeah! Regina <laughs> King, and David Fincher, and Chloe Zhao. We stand Paul Greengrass. Love Paul Greengrass in this house. Uh, five, Paul Greengrass, four, Aaron Sorkin, three, Regina King, two, David Fincher, one, Chloe Zhao. From here on, we are going to start with our lists, and then we're going to discuss the the individuals on the list so best uh film supporting actor which actually makes sense i've got five chadwick boseman for the five bloods because you, you know like I, I i i didn't think that this was gonna happen at first but now i'm starting to see it you know kind of like how scar like scarlett johansson with jojo rabbit and marriage story from last year um four i've got bill murray because they're, like you know, that's just just feels like a Globes pick. Three, I've got Sasha Baron Cohen for Trial of Chicago Seven because he's also going to get nominated for Borat. Two, I've got Leslie Young Jr. for One Night in Miami because he's also going to get nominated for uh, Hamilton. And then one, I've got Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and Black Messiah because he's sweeping. I got five Chadwick Boseman to five Bloods. Four, I've got Bill Murray on the Rocks. Three, I have Sasha Baron Cohen, The Trial of Chicago 7. Two, I have Daniel Kulia, Judas and the Black Messiah. One, I have Leslie Odom Jr., One Night in Miami. Now, I think Daniel will win the Oscar for Supporting Actor easily. I'm glad to I hear. Leslie will win I, uh, I do deserve it. Because he's got the Hamilton clout. Why Which is performance... Mark Ryland still so high? I, I don't get <laughs> it. But why? But which performance is more electrifying, Brett? Sure, sure, but the Golden Globes are going to be like, oh, it's the Leslie man. He was the one that was the. <laughs> but what if Burr. they? But what if they give him the Globe for Speak Now? Then they'll give him the Globe for Supporting Actor as well. Okay, I get sure. that take. It makes right. sense. Yeah, sure. I just think Daniel's going to win. Um, okay, I guess Tristan. Sure. So I want to. I want to make something clear first. Um, is Bill Murray? Not campaigning he, lead? He's no. supporting. Okay, that's weird. And Rashida Jones is not campaigning anything. Okay, so I guess I guess in that case, I'll put Bill Murray at number five for On the Rocks. Um, Mark Rylance at number four for The Trial of the Chicago 7. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr. at number three for One Night in Miami. Sasha Baron Cohen at two for uh, Trial of Chicago 7, although I think he's kind of back and forth with him at least at the globes 
uh, with my number one choice, Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah. I think I think Sasha could win, honestly. He might win for Borat, so. Five, this is my hot take of the category. Don't sleep on Paul Arachi for Sound of Metal. He's won, I like, think... every critic circle award. He's I'm my number you. four for Oscars, but I, I think the Globes are going to sleep on him. Fair enough. Five, Ratchy. Four, Murray. Three, Bozeman, just because timeliness. Two, Odom Jr., one, Kaluuya. Oh, Cohen? Kaluuya. But you don't have Cohen in there? Nah, he's my six. Okay, maybe. I think Bozeman was also excellent in The Five Bloods, to be entirely fair. Yeah. He's good. All right. Let's move on to my favorite yeah, category. Yeah, no, dis- no disagreements there at all for one of the first times of the evening. So, let's move on to my favorite category, boys. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know why it's my favorite category this year, but... Supporting actress... Tr- Brett, Tristan, Dan, me. Okay, can I go last? Because one of mine was removed from supporting actress, so I'm trying to pick it real quick. One of mine was all as right. well, Maria Baklova. Yeah, because she's lead, so... Oh, shoot. Oh, that screws up my lead. I'm going to have to change that in a second. I've got mine ready, though, if you want me to go. Yeah, I've got mine ready, too. Tristan, Dan, me, Brett. Okay, so five, I've got Ya Jung-yoon, Minari. I think she's going to be number two for the Oscars. There's no way Globes are going to go... They'll they'll give her the nom, but I don't think they're going to give her a win. Um, Four, Ellen Burstein, Pieces of a Woman. Three, Olivia Coleman, the father. Two, Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy. I don't think it's going to happen at the Oscars, but I think it's going to happen at the Globes. Gosh. And one, Amanda Seyfried make. I think that's pretty steep. Yeah, I think Amanda's a lock at this point. Yeah. Um, five, number five is weird, guys. Hillbilly Elegy and Ammonite, which are both pretty high up on Gold Derby, are getting trashed. Which really gives... Everybody a free-for-all here, because everybody else is also, like, nobody is talking about them. So I feel like all of our fives are going to be very different unless people still have Elegy and Ammonite in there. My five's Tamei. Uh, my four is Yajun Yun. My three is Burstyn. My two is Cypher. My one is Coleman. Mm, okay. that, that hurts. Um, I, I just don't think Coleman gives an awards-worthy performance. I don't either, but I think they think that, you know. It, the Globes love Olivia Coleman. It's just, who really says that's one of the best supporting actress performances of the year? I, and also, I, I think I there, think enough people. There could be a problem with the father, where it's just not screeners are just because Sony Pictures Classic. I think it's a, a performers movie, like I said. So I think it but, spotlights her, and okay, I, I, but, that's why I don't have it in many other categories. I think it's a compromise move. Okay, I think Sony Pictures Classics is apparently really dropping the ball on their screeners too. So I don't know. She's also kind of spotty at the critics groups. Like she's not showing up everywhere, where Cyphered is showing up everywhere. So, but whatever, it's fine. Okay, I'm not. I'm not super firm on that two one. I think it's interchangeable. Here we go. So five, I've got Glenn Close, <laughs> Hillbilly Elegy. I think, yeah. yeah, I think the Globes are going to go for her. 
four, I've got Ellen Burstyn, Pieces of a Woman, because I saw the movie and I'm like, no. Three, I have Ya Jung Yoon and Minari. I think that could totally happen. Then two, I've got Olivia Coleman, the father, because it would be hard to see her getting snubbed. But again, critics are, she's a little spotty. And then one, I have Amanda Seyfried, Mank. I think she's just going to sweep. And I'm going to say it, she deserves this Oscar more than any other contender in the category. So I've got a real hot take for my number five. Are you guys ready? I Let's hear like it. I know it's be. Philippa Sue for Hamilton? Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know why the wait, fuck she's eligible. Wait, it's the wait, shit. wait. Isn't she lead? No, she's on supporting, bro. And I think if that's the case, they're totally going to nominate her for supporting. Think about that. It's such a cheat. That, that, that should not be eligible. That's like exploitation. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a movie. It's just it's a, a documentary. documentary. It's a documentary. It's, it's just not even a documentary. To me, it's exactly. like... Yeah, it can't be nominated for the Tonys and that. Yeah. And Philip Sue was nominated in lead at the Tonys, so... But she's supporting here. I think this it's... Is... They're gonna go anything <laughs> whack. They're gonna go with, like, Candace Bergman in this Let, Let Them All Talk yeah, movie. that's my number six. I don't like think Ella she's going to get it. Or something. I don't think she's going to get it. People really like that movie. I don't well, think... It's going to be a whack think... one. Okay, I think Brett Loeb's movie. You know what? I'll, I'll take Philip P. Sousa off. Or Sue. I can't pronounce things. I'll take her off and I'll put on Dominique. Philip Sousa. <laughs> I think Dominique can get into the Oscars, but I'm not so sure about the Globes. I wasn't I'll, that I'll... impressed with her. I'll put you, John Yoon, for Minari at four. Olivia Coleman three for the father. Two our girl Glenn Close for a hillbilly elegy. I swear and to God. <laughs> Glenn Close, I swear to God. This is and I'm, can I take this time to to shout out my video where I took the Oscar experts saying Glenn Close was better than Amanda Seyfried and I put it over the uh, Twin Peaks the Return scene where David Lynch says, What the hell? What the hell? It's beautiful. Uh, what, what if she wins the gold, the um, Golden Globe? I don't think it's impossible. I would, if that happens, I'm going to stand in the Hollywood Foreign Press parking lot in a pickle Rick costume, dancing to the new Green Day album by Jason Derulo and Cats. I really hope it happens because I want to see that. All right, let's move on to the next category because we're taking too long. Okay, now Brett, Tristan, Dan, me. Okay. Okay. Brett. So, I've got one through five, James Corden for the prom. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I've got, I would hate that. I got Lin-Manuel Miranda for Hamilton at five. It's such a cheat. I hate Four, it. I got <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen for Borat. Actually, I'm going to move that up to one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big difference. <laughs> just a sec. Okay, I changed my list, like, drastically just now, <laughs> as we were talking. Um, I'm going to do number five, Leslie Odom Jr. for Hamilton. Number four, Lin-Manuel Miranda for Hamilton. Number three, Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. Number two, Pete Davidson for The King of Staten Island. And number one, Sasha Baron Cohen for subsequent movie film. Uh, I took okay. Dave Patel off because I don't think that's happening anymore. So, I 
I don't think Hamilton's happening. I think they're going to no, think... No. I don't think Hamilton's going to get any acting nominations. I think people are going to think it's a scam. Yeah, so the fact that they're campaigning, it's dumb in my opinion. But uh, number five, Keanu Reeves... No, I'm joking. <laughs> number no, five, bad take. Mads Nicholas. I, I, I love how Ben Schwartz is on this list. list. He's, so, He's so good in that movie. Yeah. Uh, number five, Mads Mikkelsen, another round. Um, Ooh. I, I think they're going to give it to him. I, I'd be surprised if they didn't. It's a comedy, sorts, a dramedy, I guess. He's a well-respected name. The movie's loved. So, yeah. Uh, for Dev Patel, personal history of David Copperfield. Dev's a big enough name. The movie's a comedy. Some people like it. I think it's bad. But uh, Three, Andy Sandberg, Tom Springs. He's a lock. Pete Davidson, King of Staten Island. I think he could actually win it. Then one, Sasha Baron Cohen, Borat, subsequent movie film. I actually have the same list as Tristan. Really? Nice. Yeah. yeah. It, it, identical, so I'm not going to repeat it. Okay. So my five is five, Leslie Odom Jr. in Hamilton. Four, Pete Davidson. Three, Andy Samberg. Two, Lynn Manuel. And one, Sasha. All right. Comedy musical actress. Uh, disclaimer, Maria Baklova is going supporting at the Oscars, but she is lead here. So, Dan, me, Brett, Tristan. Um, I've got, I really can't decide between, um, Kristen Stewart and Evan Rachel Wood. Um, what do you guys decide for me? I don't know. <laughs> I'll go five, Stewart, four, Miliotti. Three, Bakalova. Two, uh, Taylor Joy. One, Rashida Jones. I don't think people care about French exit at the Globes. I think it's going to be too weird for them. I agree, I agree with, you. with you. I agree, I agree with, you. with you. Um, but I still, I still have Michelle Pfeiffer on my list for some reason. Why, 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 why do I... Okay, okay I'm taking, taking her off, off real quick. quick. Um, yeah, take off. Okay. I'm going to go a little weird with my five here. Let me go back a little bit. Five? I'm putting Millie Bobby Brown and Enola Holmes. That's a good it's not pick. a bad take. That's a good pick. It's, it's, probably, also my, it's probably my seven. It's also my number five, George. Uh, oh, okay. That's interesting. Four, I've got Rashida Jones and On the Rocks. Three, I've got Anya Taylor-Joy and Emma. Then two, I've got Baklava, and one, Meryl Streep. Number five, I got Millie Bobby Brown. Number four, I have Rashida Jones. Number three, I have Meryl Streep, for, but for Let Them All Talk. That's my take. Whoa. Whoa, I like that. Number two, I got Anya Taylor-Joy for Emma. And then number one, I got Maria Baklava for Borat's subsequent to movie film. No. Yeah, she could win. Honestly. I think she's going to win because people are going to be like, "Ah, oh, Rudy Giuliani." <laughs> Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> oh God. Uh, right. That 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 okay. that bootlicker. I I I uh I I stole this from something else I listened to recently. I forget what at this point, but I am going to um repeat their sentiments. Um, I believe. That worst supporting actor at the Razzies, that Rudy Giuliani will be on it. That's that was the Oscar yeah. expert. Did they say that? Oh, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I totally think. Okay, I didn't know where I heard it from, but yeah, that's totally happening. 
I'll give you guys a tip. I'm actually a part of the Razzie committee. I don't pay for it anymore, but they still have me on the email list and they've been doing it for five years, three years. So I, I'm going to see all of the, uh, the like nominees and stuff early. So I'll tell you what I see. I don't pay for it, but they still have me on the email list for some reason. It's so funny. Um, number five, I have the same as Brett, except my number five. So five, I have Kristen Stewart for Happiest Season. That movie was just really loved. And even though I don't think it's going to get into picture because it's a holiday movie, I think uh, Kristen's going to get in because she's a big name and they, they like her. And important for somebody playing a character of their own uh, sexual, uh, I mean, sexuality. Exactly, because that doesn't happen often enough. And this is Yeah, they're usually playing, there's so much cross-playing of, Gay people playing straight and straight people playing gay, and I think it's an important move, especially because she's also really freaking good in the movie. Yeah. Uh, four Rashida Jones on the rocks. Uh, three Meryl Streep the prom. I don't think she's gonna win. It just isn't a winning performance. Enough people hate the movie. But I I think she'll get in because she's Meryl and because it's the prom. I I don't think everyone's gonna be on board. It's not unanimous. Two, Anya Taylor-Joy, Emma. She could win because she's gaining that, that respect. She's going to win for the Queen's Gambit. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. And then one, Maria Baklava uh, Borat for the same reasons as Brett and because she'll probably get an Oscar nomination. But, uh, I will say, I think my number six is Rada Blank for the 40-year-old version. She's, uh, she's really starting mm. to rise. Could be like a Greta Gerwig, Francis Hall nomination could i mean the movie doesn't have that much respect like not, not to the same but, level but but i mean like it, it would be the same sort of deal yeah where it's like an indie star like really rising up because she's got a lot of clout right now in the indie scene yeah yeah okay so comedy musical i i think it's me brett tristan dan i'm going yeah. with five on the rocks but I don't think the movie's going to do that well. Four, I have Hamilton. Three, Palm Springs. Two, Borat. And one, The Prom. Five, Staden. Four, Hamilton. I think Hamilton can get in here. But in acting, I think that's fraud. Uh, three, Borat. Two, Springs. One, Rocks. You don't have The Prom on there? The Prom? No. I think I think I think they know better. I hope so. I don't think the Globes know better. No, I, I don't think so either. Brett, I, I put five Hamilton, four Borat, three to King of Staten Island. Well, actually, I'm gonna move Borat up just a sec. I did this last time. I have five <laughs> Hamilton, four the King of Staten Island, three Palm Springs, two Borat, and one the Prom. Whoa, guys! Barb and Star is eligible now. Yeah, it's it's so high up on Gold Derby too. It's like halfway down the list. Also, shout out Stand Up Falling Down quickly, which is on this list and totally deserves to be. It rules and nobody saw it. Shout out Dan's favorite movie, Wild Mountain Time. <laughs> yes, correct. It's Tim, I think, but um, no, it's, no, it's it's time. It's, time. it's just uh, it's because time, like you know, the spice. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's, oh, it's okay. called. Okay, I'm dumb. I'm sorry. 
Oh, you're not dumb. No one knows what that spice is. I just know because I've got some in my cupboard. I just know because um, uh, a parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Some uh, wonderful titles: Downhill, Bad Hair, um, The Witches, Fat Man. <laughs> Fat Man. <laughs> those, those could get in. If if Bill and Ted face the music gets in, I will film myself on Instagram shouting "Hooray!" for a minute and a half straight. Listen, listen. If Barbin Star is really funny, I'm willing to replace Hamilton with it. Here's my top five. Five, the King of Staten Island, or Palm Springs. I think those two should be the top two because they're the best comedies of the year, but the Globes are dumb. They snubbed eighth grade, and they snubbed the big six, and they snubbed Booksmart, and they do it all the time, so I'm, I'm scared. Uh, uh, there's a possibility they could be snubbed, and personal history of david copperfield could get in there or something but uh three on the rocks um to the prom and i think borat's gonna win this it's just got too much going for it for it not to win i have it is the 2020 movie all right well let's move on to the drama actor um brett tristan Danny. okay Dra- dang it i have one missing just a sec i haven't checked this in a bit by the way okay I'll throw I'll throw in a hot take here. Number five, Jim Parsons for the boys in the band. <laughs> Number <Wow>. four, um, <laughs> Gary Oldman for Mank. Three, Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. Two, Anthony Hopkins. One, Chadwick Boseman. It's having Jim Parsons on there ridiculous. I might do. I'll put Tom Holland for Cherry. I think Jude, I think Jude Law has a pretty. Yeah, we could. Do, I could see that for the nest. Yeah, that'd be an awesome pick. Um, number five, I've got Gary Oldman for Mank. A four, Delroy Lindo for Defied Bloods. Three, Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. Two, Anthony Hopkins for The Father. And one, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's. I think it's going to be the same at, at the Oscars, except uh, David Washington instead of Oldman. Okay, I think I have five, Lindo, four, Oldman. Hopkins, one Chadwick. I'm so sorry, Dan. I just took your spot. It's, it's an okay. incredible I, lineup, I, 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 Yeah, I swapped. Uh, I have the same list as George, but I swapped Linda with Young. I think that's more possible. Actually, no, wait, 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 wait. No. I, I, I swapped Linda with Washington. I just decided that. All right. So, actress, um, Tristan, Dan, me, Brett. Okay. The order is crazy. I think there's five locks. They're all winning potential. And, and I think we all... all have the exact same order, too. No, I think our orders are going to be different. Okay. At least in my case. Um, five, I have Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. Okay, yeah, but they are different. Four, I have Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Three, I have Frances McDormand for Nomadland. I have Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And one, I have Zendaya for Malcolm and Marie. I don't know if she's going to win the Oscar, but I think she's got a strong chance at the Globe. Five, five Davis, four Kirby, three Zendaya, two Mulligan, one McDormand. Okay, here's my five. Five Zendaya, four Francis, three Vanessa Kirby, Two Viola Davis, one Carrie Mulligan. Dang, we're That's all having bold. different ones. 
I think they might do we it. Have, yeah, we all have the, the same five shuffle. Really hope Brett goes like Sophia Loren number one. <laughs> so I do have a really weird one. All right. So wait, can I can I guess? Wait, number five. Wait, I'm gonna put that number one. Actually, I don't know what the movie is, but I feel like you're gonna say that. No, 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 no I don't. Oh, um, okay. This is a hard category, by the way. I think this might happen, and I laugh really hard if it does happen. I think like something really weird is gonna happen in this race, right? Something very bizarre. I think I finally figured out what it is. I think they won't nominate Viola Davis just for whatever reason. I can see that happening. No, I can see that happening. Like, what? It'll just be like, wait, how is Viola Davis? It's like Army Hammer and Call Me by Your Name, you know? How we're like, wait, that happened. Like, I feel like Viola well, Davis just won't. Relatable now, but no, no, no. But like then, okay. So my number five is Amy Adams for Hillbilly Elegy. Oh my god. <laughs> my number four is Zendaya for Malcolm and Marie. My number three is Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of Woman. Number two, Frances McDormand. And number one is Carrie Mulligan. I thought you were like against, pe- uh, like, missing young woman being an Oscar and Globes contender. No, I think the Globes are going to love Promising Young Woman. I've been putting it on my list this entire time. Okay. Um, I guess, like, I thought it would be a lot more divided with audiences than it is, but apparently it's pretty loved. And it's been showing up in critic circles. It's just surprising to me because I always see it as like a shout factory thing. I don't see it as an Oscar thing. But, I mean, I'm loving it. I'm not saying anything against it. Promising a woman's like in my five of the year. I think it's awesome. I think there's going, there's probably going to be some insane splitting with this category. I don't think that anyone is going to sweep. But I'm putting Carrie at my one. I think I'm going to put her at one of my Oscars. I don't know if I have her at one of my Oscars, but I think I'm going to do it. Um, All right. We in uh, drama? Oh, wait, yeah. no. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, Woman, Rainy, Seven, Mank, Nomadland. Okay, I've got five, A Change of Clothes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, My favorite drama. <laughs> five, I've got Promising Young Woman. Four, I've got Marini's Black Bottom. Three, I have Nomadland. Two, I have Mank, and one, I have Trial. Hey, I want to say that George and I have the exact same list, so... Alright. Yeah. Mine's very similar. Uh, five, Promising Young Woman. Four, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Three, Mank. Two, Nomadland. And one, Trial of Chicago's. So it feels like every episode now I have to put something in. So I was really hoping I wouldn't have to do it with this, but I guess not. So, um... The Discord recording uh, cut off at some point, and this is where it cut off literally right before we ended. So, thankfully, nothing major was lost. And uh, the other recordings, we couldn't uh, salvage them very well because Tristan lost his audio, and uh, we couldn't salvage the rest of rest of it. So, um. This is where it ends, so uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. How gold is your globe?